You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That's right. It's the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're your hosts, Bo Brock, Alex Clancy. Give us a follow on Twitter at Locked On AZ Cards, at Clancy's Corner, and at Bob Brack. We got a big Wednesday podcast for you guys, doing it in real time. We're actually recording this on Wednesday morning. We're going to post it as soon as we possibly can, so you can tune in and uh, listen to our horrible takes as far as the Arizona Cardinals and the NFL go. We're seeing your tweets out there. We appreciate everybody, t- you know, just interacting with the show. Matthew Sunderland sent us a nice message, said he listens religiously every day and to keep the great content coming. I expect that that's probably just. Uh, it's it's pointed my direction, and then there's Alex. And then we've got our guy, uh, of course, Jared, chiming in. We were going to answer his question as far as uh, which free agent we think the Arizona Cardinals absolutely need to pursue. We got into some free agent discussion yesterday. Check out Tuesday's podcast and check out Monday's podcast where we kind of, um, in a, an impromptu conversation, Alex, got into how, how pivotal of an offseason this is for the Arizona Cardinals. And, Bo, this is not a joke. We've said this for the last three off-seasons. Starting with the Josh Rosen draft and then even more so with the Kyler Murray draft and then, you know, last year obviously as well. You know, Kyler Murray five wins. What can they do uh, to improve it? So maybe I guess the last four years. This one really is the culmination of all of it. it, it this is it. Th- there will be drastic changes if the Cardinals don't improve off their 10 off their eight win season. And this isn't like, Oh, so the Cardinals win three games, then win five games, then win eight. They're set for nine or 10 wins next year. For sure. Do you watch the NFL? That's definitely not the case. So this off season will be the platform for either Steve Kime continuing as GM or the crumbling of both he and Cliff Kingsbury as being part of the Arizona Cardinals organization. And it starts right now. I mean, it starts with, with talent, um, just talent scouting, which is obviously not a strength of Steve Kimes and then what, who they're going to target in the draft and for agency. I mean, it's, it is paramount. Yeah. They're, they're handicapped with Steve Kime who hasn't bring, been able to bring in a massive amount of talent really in any off season since, you know, the Bruce Arians days. And then you've got a guy in Cliff Kingsbury where I think the jury's still out is, can he develop those guys? Because so far, outside of Kyler Murray, you know, are, are the guys that are being drafted, are they being developed? So far, you know, you look at the draft where they took three wide receivers, none of them can stay on the field. One's not even in the building. Uh, Andy Isabella is, it's a coin flip whether he's going to be active on Sundays. And then Keyshawn Johnson, who, you know, He's just he he can he's not even he's not a starting caliber wide receiver. So you're 0 for three there, and you brought in a in a in the air raid head coach, your offensive guru Cliff Kingsbury. We haven't seen a, a big development on the offensive side of the football. So drafting, developing, uh, you're falling short as far as it, it, both of those and what's necessary to take the next step in this rebuilding process because that's what it continues to be. They didn't you know hurdle. Uh, they didn't uh, skip any part of this process. They're right in the thick of it. And this offseason, Alex, is where they need to continue to bring in a lot of talent this offseason. Like, 
they were they were close to a playoff team. That doesn't mean they were close to contending for a Super Bowl. They still need to bring in a ton of talent on both sides of the football. Pro Football Focus, Alex, did a, a pretty interesting prediction. They did their top 100 free agents, and then they predicted where those players were going to go and how much they were going to sign for. Uh, there are a couple guys that are going to come into the Cardinals organization and what they're going to sign for, and a couple guys are going to exit, and I want to look at a couple of those guys. Plus, I think I found a near-perfect mock draft, a three-round mock draft for the Arizona Cardinals that uh, we'll tell you about here later on this podcast. But, yeah, so Pro Football Focus is predicting that the Arizona Cardinals, their top signing this offseason, is going to be on the offensive line. And I don't have, I don't take any issue with that. I don't care what the team did before or after the season. I think that shoring up your offensive, your defensive lines is always the best way to go about things and then kind of sprinkle in your uh, your skill skill positions and the other players on the roster. But it says the Arizona Cardinals, Alex, are going to sign Joe Tooney, uh, four-year, $57 million deal away from the New England Patriots uh, with $35 million in guaranteed, with $20 million fully guaranteed at signing. Do you have any issue with them shoring up the interior of their offensive line? No. This is great. This is what you want. The, uh, he he would have been a, you know, a blue-chip free agent last year. I believe... I believe the Patriots franchise tagged him. Is that right? I think he was using the franchise tag for the Patriots last year. Um, otherwise, he would have been a free agent. And the fact that he's open and pro football focused, they're a lot smarter than us. And, you know, you can take It's funny. I mean, it's, it's so arbitrary. You can take pro football focus with a grain of salt or as gospel, and we're going to take it as gospel right now with their – with whatever – you know, uh, elixir they want to put together to have the Cardinals having Joe, Joe Tooney as you know a member of the organization come next season. I think it's fantastic. Give him the money and just hope that he'll show up the interior of the def- of the offensive line. Because those guys, those Maulers on the inside, that's what's really going to help your run game. Obviously, the guys on the outside, the guys that are going to bookend you, your DJ Humphreys, those are the guys that you're relying on to keep Kyler Murray upright. But if you bring in Tooney and you upgrade, you know whether it's Justin Pugh or J.R. Sweezy. Uh, you know, both could be gone or one could come back. Uh, you bring in a guy like Tooney, I think that that's a great signing. And it's, it, it you know, a group that played a lot better this season, obviously after surrendering 50 sacks the previous year. You know, it's 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 big for them to continue and say, hey, this isn't a finished product. Sure, there's some continuity that came back last year from the previous season and will continue to come back next season. But to add a player like Tooney would bolster that offensive line and I think that that'd be a slam dunk move for the Arizona Cardinals. Now, other predictions made by Pro Football Focus, Alex, was that the Arizona Cardinals were going to retain Patrick Peterson. You want to give a guess on how much the Cardinals actually end up doling out to P2 uh, to keep him in-house and potentially finish his career as an Arizona Cardinal? Yeah, so full disclosure, I knew about the Tooney numbers. I Bo and I share a Google Doc for, for this show, and I told him to put it on the Google Doc right before we... Uh, turn the mics on, so I don't know this number, and I want it to react organically. So <laughs> he's thirty years old. The pro, people of Pro Football Focus, I would think three year, forty two million with twenty eight guaranteed. You're pretty close to the, uh, you know, the is how much he would make during a season. Uh, what they predict is Peterson would sign a two year deal for twenty five million dollars, so just around twelve and a half million. 
with $15 million guaranteed. You sign up for oh, that right that'd away? Be a dream. It would. It would. I, I, I don't yeah. I, I don't I don't disagree with that. And, and it's cheaper than what we just saw a deal go down. Well, not necessarily. It's it's pretty on par with the deal that Logan Ryan signed with the New York Giants, and we were using that as kind of the uh the the blueprint when we saw it at the end of the regular season when when uh, Ryan signed that deal for Patrick Peterson, even though I think Ryan is playing better football than Peterson. With this deal though comes the expectations that Peterson at least uh improves off of last season. Uh he's still got to be your main guy in the defensive secondary and there's still a lot of work to be done as far as getting talent at that position. You still have the task Alex of finding the guy to play op- opposite Patrick Peterson whether it's in the draft, whether it's in free agency. Oh, of course, but this is I mean, this would be I this ain't happening. Either Patrick Peterson's going to get all the money or he's going to get none of the money. I do not see Patrick Peterson taking this contract. Like, I just don't. I mean, we know about Pat. There, there's no way. But if you look at his production, I mean, it's it's pretty on par, if if not overpaying for how he produced this season. Like he was good against the against the bad wide receivers. He shut them down. He had a decent, you know, he, he had the awesome game where he shut down DK Metcalf. But then at, the, there was parts where he showed his age, or he showed that he wasn't the same, you know, the Pro Bowler that he once was. Yeah, I. But I think it's it's the ego in him that thinks he still deserves more. Right, and you yeah, know, I mean, when it comes, this is the crossroads. This is do you want to be a part of what could be the best Arizona Cardinals team that you've you know been a part of since since you were drafted by them, or do you go? Do you want to go to Jacksonville and make thirty five million guaranteed and never sniff the playoffs again? You know, this is the crossroads that a thirty year old you know high impact guy for most of his career has to has to come to at some point. We saw Darius Slay get a lot of money by going to Philly. We saw Chris Harris take a very a much smaller deal to go to the Chargers, where he thought I would assume that they would have a better chance to win if he were to go if he would have gone somewhere else. So this is that's the big wild card in all of this. It has been it's, we've seen this coming for two seasons. What is Patrick Peterson going to choose to do? And if he were to take this deal, I feel like the whole perception of him would completely shift into. I am here for the Cardinals. I want to retire a Cardinal, and I will take less money to do so. There is one player that leaves the Arizona Cardinals for a deal that might have you shocked and angry, and another Cardinal staying with the team on a pretty big deal that I personally disagree with. We'll get into what those sightings are, plus another free agent addition that would help this team out. In 2020, we'll tell you what those are. It's Bo, it's Alex. Give us a follow on Twitter at Clancy's Corner, at Bob Rack, and at Lockdown AZ Cards. We'll continue with the free agent talk. Plus, pretty ideal mock draft that would, I think, really help the Arizona Cardinals take a step in the right direction from 2020 to 2021. It's all coming up here on Lockdown Cardinals, part of your Lockdown Podcast Network. You're unique, and so are your taxes. TurboTax Live has experienced tax experts who listen to you. Learn about your unique tax situations and answer your questions. And on top of all that, they do your taxes from start to finish. Maybe you started investing and you want some reassurance from an expert that you're doing the right, doing things right. Maybe you're now self-employed and need some expert advice on what qualifies a home office deduction. 
Or maybe you'd rather have an expert file your taxes for you so you can focus on what matters most. No matter what your situation is, TurboTax Live tax experts can answer your questions and give tax advice. Review your return before you file or even do it all for you. TurboTax Live gives you the confidence that your uniquely you taxes are done right. Intuit TurboTax Live. File with the help of an expert or let an expert file for you. So the Arizona Cardinals, according to Pro Football Focus, they think a couple free agent, they're predicting that Joe Tooney goes from the New England Patriots to the Arizona Cardinals on a lucrative four-year $57 million deal with $35 million guaranteed. Patrick Peterson re-signs on a two-year deal for $25 million bucks. And then there are a couple other guys. Like, we're looking at the running back position. Kenyon Drake, who's a guy that signed a transition tag. The team couldn't work out an extension that fit both, you know, what would make Drake happy and what would help with the franchise. Now, Kenyon Drake is, what, twenty, going to be 27 years old. Uh, Pro Football Focus, Alex, is predicting that Kenyon Drake is going to sign a three-year deal for $20 million with $11 million guaranteed uh, to stay with the Arizona Cardinals. I... I don't agree with this deal. I, I think that Kenyon Drake, if you're going to keep him around, you go max two seasons, three years, 20 mil. I, I just think that you can find better deals on running backs, especially with the production that you got from Drake this season, which was, it was nice, but it wasn't, you know, anything that you were like, oh, we've got to keep him around this for next year and, and beyond. Yeah, I'm done with Kenyon Drake. I was done with Kenyon Drake before. This is not, he's not, he's not a guy you can rely on. And if you're going to give him 11 million guarantee, I mean, it's just, it's not, it's money not well spent, in my opinion. Uh, people were high on him. He was a high fantasy darling. He played eight games of which didn't matter in 2019. They're already way out of playoff contention. I have equated it multiple times to the Jimmy Garoppolo going 5-0 and after getting traded to San Francisco when they had zero wins up to that point and were way, way out of the playoff picture. You can't determine somebody's worth when games don't matter. And we saw this year that Kenyon Drake is somebody that you cannot trust as the heartbeat of the running back room. He showed flashes, fine. He had a couple long runs, that's fine. But when it came down to needing yards, you cannot trust Kenyon Drake to do that, which is what you normally need to trust your lead back to do. Yeah, exactly what you're saying, and uh, I, I still remember to this day Jared Dudley, after the end of a Phoenix Suns season, saying exactly that, hey, be wary of these guys that are putting up these big numbers in games that don't matter. You know, they're gonna, you're going to either keep them in-house or you're going to have big expectations for the next season, and when the slate is completely wiped clean and people are once again playing for things, those guys tend to go away, and exactly what he predicted. And the Suns, you know, doubled down on some of those players. They were out the door, you know, before even midseason. And I, I, I see what you're saying. I mean, Kenyon Drake, uh, another season in his career. He, he's been in the league for what six seasons, and he still doesn't have a thousand yard rushing campaign. Uh, he had ten touchdowns. It was nice. You could rely on him around the goal line, but there wasn't that that next gear that we saw in the final games of the twenty. 19 season and I, I just don't think that you can expect at his age at this point in his career that he's going to suddenly just find it or revert back to that form I just don't I don't think it exists at this point for Kenyon Drake why not you know look elsewhere other options at the running back position now if he's willing to come back on a one-year deal and, and prove himself again 
I, I'd sign up for that, but I'm not locking in the Kenyon Drake for three years. It's like you didn't learn anything from David Johnson. You didn't learn anything from the mistake you made with David Johnson that thankfully the Houston Texans helped you rid yourself of. So I, I don't agree with the Drake coming back on a three-year $20 million deal, especially with $11 million guaranteed. Now, one that also might upset Arizona Cardinals fans is the prospect of Hassan Reddick going and joining his college coach, Matt Rule, and the Carolina Panthers on a one-year $8.5 million fully guaranteed deal. Now, it's all guaranteed money. I, I, I get that. But that's still kind of another prove-it deal for Reddick. If the Arizona Cardinals can give him two years – and a little bit more financial security, just a little bit more, and they still miss out, and Reddick just wants to go join his college coach. If it if it comes down to if it's an even playing field, you got to be upset that the Arizona Cardinals lost out uh, on retaining a guy in Reddick who had twelve and a half sacks. He was your best pass rusher after Chandler Jones went down. Well, it turns out that they decided they chose Patrick Peterson over Hassan Reddick. I mean, it's going to be it's the same money from the same pool with Hassan Reddick and Patrick Peterson. But if you're looking at it, it's just around like twenty million bucks to keep both of them. Yeah, right. Especially because if you're going to pay Joe Tooney the majority of your salary cap, you're going to there's going to be some casualties. Now, there's one thing, just overwhelmingly, that the Cardinals blame the salary cap on for a lot of reasons. If you have under a hundred thousand dollars. In, in salary cap space, and you're able to give Patrick Mahomes $500 million, you can move things around if you're good enough to do it. And the Cardinals, I don't know what it is, but it's like they're strapped. Well, figure it out. Restructure. Isn't that why you have a salary cap person? Like, what I, what I can't ever comprehend is why the Cardinals are always slaves to the cap, but other teams can move things around and pay people a whole bunch of money, and it just works. Well, it's easy with guys in house because you can kind of you can put future dollars, you know, down the road for to keep players on longer deals and figure that out. Extensions like Patrick Mahomes, where it's eye popping numbers, but when you look at it and how it compares to Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, Deshaun Watson's extensions, it's it actually compares pretty well. It's the percentage of the salary cap that it takes up, but. No, you're right. I mean, you've got a guy, his his one job is to make sure that the Arizona Cardinals can make deals work. And to what we're asking here as far as retaining Peterson, retaining Reddick, it would be it would be a pretty jagged pill to swallow if Reddick goes on a one-year $8.5 million deal. I mean, that would be Marcus Golden 2.0, where they, they let him walk and he has another productive season and it's an area of need for the Cardinals. You know that you can plug him in and you can finally see what it looks like to have a pass rusher who's productive opposite Chandler Jones. That 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 would be exciting for Cardinals fans and to just miss out on that. And, it, and it's a deal that looks like this it, because Reddick wants to go play for his college coach. It's a great story, but for Cardinals fans, like you should pony up enough to get him back and compete with what pro football focus is predicting here. That's just my opinion right. on it. One, and- yeah, really quick. You, there's one. There is a positive to all of this, and it's the first time in a while where there's a positive to this. The Cardinals don't have any bad contracts. You look across the board; like it was, it was always Steve Keim shooting himself in the foot because he overpaid somebody. And it's not just oh, you overpay him, you get rid of him, and then that's it. The money you overpay to that person 
is keeping you from using that freed up money to go sign other talent. First it was Teron Matthew, then it was David Johnson. Now the Cardinals have everybody who's making the money that they're making deserves the money that they're making. And that's something that even with Buda Baker, it's a big contract. You know, uh, DeAndre Hopkins is a big contract. They both deserve the money. Kyler Murray is obviously underpaid at this point. And this is the critical year where you use up as... This is where the salary cap is so important. You're going to front load all of this, obviously, because you have to pay Kyler on the back end. You have to think about Chandler Jones next season. So if you franchise tag Hassan Reddick, which is only going to be a couple million dollars more than what he would get in the open market if this Carolina Panthers thing were to actually come to fruition, the pro football focus is talking about, that, in my opinion, you find a couple extra million dollars somewhere, somehow, and you can retain both Patrick Peterson and Hassan Reddick, that would be the ideal situation at this point, obviously barring whatever they do in the draft. Right. And, I, and I would all, I, I've said this before, I would err on the side of, of keeping Hassan Reddick over Patrick Peterson and just trying to rework your defensive secondary. Now I know that's that's a that's a pretty big. Uh, I mean, it's it's there, there's a bunch of interesting, intriguing corners because I think that the corner position and the wide receiver position is deep. Um, I think when, to air, to answer kind of Jared's question that he he posed to us on Twitter on Tuesday, you know, which free agents should should the Cardinals look at? I, I'm looking at a big playmaking wide receiver. And uh, I don't see this from Pro Football Focus, but if if it comes down to it, you know, Peterson, the the key for Peterson and the key for Chandler Jones, which is coming soon, is to pay those guys, but not lock in to where you're paying them for past performance, and they're not performing at the level that we know them to perform at, because Father Time remains undefeated. There is one more guy that the Cardinals, according to Pro Football Focus, is predicted to go to Arizona, and that's Shelby Harris, who uh, he was a guy that uh, plays the defensive interior of the uh, on the defensive line. They say that Harris signs a three-year, thirty-three million dollar deal. Um, I don't know. I mean, I thought that actually their defensive line is in, in a lot better spot than it was at this time last year. So a guy like Harris. You know, it, it, I, I would much rather see them try to find that playmaker instead of trying to tab a guy from Denver and Harris, who he graded out very well, but definitely is, he's a he's a part time player with three sacks on the interior of the defensive line for the Broncos. Yeah, I mean, he signed a prove it deal one year, three and a half million dollars with Denver, with two and a half million guaranteed last year. This feels like a Jordan Phillips part two. You right. know, yeah, yeah. I mean, this feels like they can't do it again and have it not because they gave Jordan Jordan Phillips a lot of money. They did. I mean, three or thirty million dollars after having nine and a half sacks on one in one year, only having five career sacks before that from the interior line position. He's he was fine, you know. Uh, he missed a couple games. He I mean he was fine, but he wasn't a gangbuster. That's why, like, if you can draft an interior defensive lineman stud out of the draft, that's why it's like, well, listen, if Jordan Phillips was top tier, he wouldn't be a free agent. Like, that's where with the free agent stuff, it's just, sure, there, there's a, a mixture of teams are, are in salary cap hell or something like that, and they can't afford to pay that person. But any stud is not going to be on the uh, on the open market if, if he's top tier. So you're going to be looking at the BB minus guys coming in, and you're going to have to pay them because, you know, that's what the market lends. So I guess, uh, but I, I think you're right. I mean, I think... 
they need the interior defensive line has been fine. The linebacking core has been fine. B minus. But the wide receiving core is a C plus, even with DeAndre Hopkins. The offensive line is probably a C plus as well. And the cornerback position is probably a C minus or D plus at this point. So there are definitely more glaring needs that the Cardinals have than interior defensive line. There is a mock draft out right now from our friends at the Draft Network that I would think would pair very well with these free agent additions, according to Pro Football Focus. I'll tell you who they have the Cardinals taking in a three-round mock draft. It's uh, I-, I think you'll like it. We'll get into it. It's uh, the Lockdown Cardinals podcast. Bo, Alex, give us a follow on Twitter, at Lockdown Easy Cards, at Bob Rack, at Clancy's Corner. You got any winners for me on Saturday or Sunday? You like the Rams? Seven-point road dogs at the Packers? You think Packers take care of business at home? Ravens plus two and a half on the road at the Bills? Or how about at the Sunday slate? Browns, 10-point dogs against the Chiefs? Or the Bucks three-point dogs on the road against the Saints? It's playoff football, man. And get in the action with a place you trust. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for your free account at BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN, one word, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus. That means if you put in 100 bucks, you get 50 bucks back. That's the easy math. You put in 1000 you get $500 to play around with. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in the action. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKDOWN to receive that 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. We've got a first betting segment coming down on Friday. Alex and I are going to tell, tell you who we like. In the divisional round games, we'll look at the spreads from betonline.ag. It's your online sportsbook experts, betonline.ag. So our guy Joe Marino of the Draft Dudes, and of course the Draft Network, and then Locked on Bills, busy guy, he put together a three-round 2021 mock draft. This is his second crack at it. Uh, I always appreciate guys being bold enough to go three rounds because – as far as being a glorified weather forecaster, you uh, there's a lot of room for criticism and, and wrong answers as far as that goes. But I, I always appreciate the uh, testicular fortitude for guys to do that. As far as who they have going at the top, it's pretty you kind of know the deal right now. Jags going tra- Trevor Lawrence. Uh, they have Jets going Justin Fields. They didn't feel like he played his way out of East Rutherford in the championship game on Monday night. He's still the second quarterback off the board. Zach Wilson going three out of BYU. They've got, he's got four quarterbacks going in the first four picks before Penny Sewell of uh, Oregon goes fifth to the Bengals. Um, but as far as the Cardinals, who he has selected 16th, taking a corner. So if you retain Patrick Peterson, take J.C. Horn as South Carolina, one of the top prospects at the cornerback position, now you're kind of cooking with gas there at the cornerback position. It looks a lot different in 2021 than it did in 2020. Uh, what really I like in in this draft, though, Alex, is their second round pick is if hopefully they don't retain a guy like uh, Kenyon Drake on that three year deal because they haven't taken Najee Harris out of uh, Alabama. At give me, 40- give me, give me, give me. <laughs> right? I mean, there's no way. Dropping to the middle of the second round. No, no, he he. No you know, shot. He was bottled up in the run game for the most part in the national championship game. I think he averaged under four yards a carry, but still made his impact in the pass game. I still think he had like what seventy and seventy uh, on both the ground and in the air 
and in for Bama. So uh, and then they have them go an edge. They've taken a, an edge rusher out of Washington, Joe Tryon, which is fine in the third round. But uh, I like their first two picks, according to Joe Marino. I mean, and it's we haven't reached silly season as far as that is the mock drafts concerned. It's just starting up. Um, but hey, look, if they go corner and they go running back, those are two needs and upgrades that they need. Uh, I'll take it. I mean, at this point, the Cardinals don't have any strengths. They don't. I mean, Kyler Murray, I guess, is a strength. Uh, he kind of plateaued this year, but I'm sure he'll he'll get better next season. I mean, this isn't a a bash Kyler Murray because he was limited with his you know who he's getting the ball to. I, I that's yeah. that's where they're. I'm, I feel like they're missing out on whether it's the draft or whether it's the in free agency. You've got to find yourself a guy, you know, whether it's a Curtis Samuel, whether it's a guy like we've brought up multiple times, Marvin Jones, just guys that you know that get the ball in open space can make plays. My, yeah, I, I agreed. And obviously that, that has something to do with it. But if you're going to draft, like it, it doesn't matter. In some capacity, it doesn't matter who they sign in free agency. But also, if you, I mean, it does, obviously, but it's like there, there's not like a specific, this has to happen this way, this has to happen this way, this has if you sign Joe Tooney to that contract that we were talking about, that doesn't mean that they shouldn't draft an offensive lineman at 16. Right. They need one strength. And going to your point where the mock drafts had J.C. Horn out of South Carolina, there's a Virginia Tech kid that may drop there, may not. If you sign Patrick Peterson, that also doesn't mean that you shouldn't draft a corner at 16. They need to sit down Put on a grease board. What is our strength going to be after this offseason and going into OTAs? Is it going to be the offensive line? Is it going to be the secondary? What's it going to be? Because there's got to be one. There's got to be one part, one fashion, or one facet of your offense or defense that you can rely upon to to, uh, compete and execute every game without even thinking about it. And the Cardinals don't have an autopilot part of their team. And you gotta find one. Just pick one, right? And it, you just pick one. You can do whatever you want. Just pick what the most important is, and go execute it. Right. Absolutely, no doubt about it. I mean, you know what the strength of the Seahawks is, right? It's it's Russell Wilson. It's that passing attack. You know what the strength of the Rams are is. It's it's that defense. It's the up front with Aaron Donald, and it's on the back end with Jalen Ramsey. For the Arizona Cardinals, we thought it was going to be their offense and their ability to just put points up on the board, but that just absolutely fell apart by the end of the regular season. I do have this question. I want to answer it on tomorrow's podcast, Alex. It's, where would you rather see the Arizona Cardinals be aggressive in the offseason? Steve Keim in free agency and bringing in proven commodities to add to this roster already or be aggressive in the NFL draft? We'll answer that. On Thursdays, Locked On Cardinals. It's Bo, it's Alex. Plus, we've got a new segment coming up on Friday. We're going to look at some spreads. We're going to look at some bets because we're some degenerate gamblers. We're going to look at what uh, the some where the smart money is for the games in the divisional rounds, according to BetOnline.ag. It's all coming up the rest of the week here on Locked On Cardinals. Make sure you're following on Twitter at Locked On Easy Cards, at Clancy's Corner, and at Bob Rack. Have a great rest of your Wednesday.